I've got to figure out how to instill the L into the acronym of Fit and Faith because there's a legend on the show today, you guys. And Fit only stands for Founders, Innovators, and Trailblazers. But legend, come on, Carrie Jack is on the show. And if you don't know who that is, you're about to find out because he is incredible and so multifaceted. He taught from so many realms in this one show alone. And it's because he doesn't just wear a lot of different hats. We hear about that all the time. He exists in the mist with passion, purpose, and positive impact. And he loves to help entrepreneurs achieve that blissful balance. And well, that's you. So he's a perfect component to the show. He's a perfect feature. And he is a happy hustler. I was on his podcast, the Happy Hustle Podcast. So be sure to download and listen to that as well. And of course, subscribe and review because that's like gems to us podcasters. But regardless, just activate, do the thing. We are so about like actually playing. That's one of my P words, publishing, podcasting, and play. And knowing that you guys can show up like this in the happiness and the joy factor every single day. Y'all know my word and concept and associated to hustle and grind, but he brought me into a whole new understanding of what his words actually mean, what his mission actually is. And really, ultimately, I love this part of who he is. His core is about giving. It's about service. So the secret to living is giving, says Anthony Robbins, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Carrie, thank you so much for being here. You are a gem, my friend, and I'm so excited to get to know you more. Also, if your hubbies are looking for a retreat, you got to go to Montana. Check it out. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. All right. All right. Welcome to the Fit in Faith podcast, Carrie. It's such an honor to have you here. Thanks for hanging. Hey, honored to be here. And that intro's got me hyped. So let's right? do it. Let's go. Oh my gosh. You got, don't move too much for those that okay, can't okay. see him. He's supposed to be in a neck brace, but he has taken it off for the viewing pleasure of the <laughs> podcasting community. I am so grateful that even in lieu of a neck brace and a snowboarding accident that you are, you're doing the dang thing. Right. And I think that's a huge part in testimony to how you show up in the world. So thanks. Hey, thanks for, you know, saying that. I mean, in a little pain, sure, but uh, still happy hustling. And uh, yeah, just that's what happens. You play hard, you pay hard. That's right. That's so good. So you guys, he, he alluded to it here. Uh, the Happy Hustle podcast is is one of the ways that we got connected. And it's so wild. We were talking about the coaching community before we jumped on how small of a world it actually is. And so he's uh, an entrepreneur and obviously a part of the founders, the innovators and the trailblazers that hang out on this show all the time. But his podcast is in 
incredible. I highly recommend you guys checking it out. Uh, another thing that got me super excited about the intro was your incredible ability to wear long hair, man buns, beards, no beards, like fashion icon meets biohacker meets fisherman <laughs> snowboarder. And I'm like, okay, I love every part of who you are as a human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, thank you. I mean, yeah, definitely uh, a chameleon to say the yeah. least. <laughs> Interesting that you said that word. I was actually talking to someone the other day and they were like, it's so neat when you're multifaceted, how you can hang out in so many different realms and really collaborate with people. And it's sometimes to the outside world looks like you don't know who you are. But when we have that sense of just strength and identity, it's less about being a chameleon and more about like owning the space when we're in that space and not allowing what that specific realm is to influence you, but instead you go in and influence the room, right? And mm -hmm. I feel like there's just a connection point for us to be able to do that. And I, for a long time, was absolutely a chameleon. And I would allow the outside environment to shape what it is and who I needed to be in that moment. And it's so much more freeing to do it the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by, by chameleon, I mean, I don't necessarily change who I am ever. What I do change is how I show up in that given moment in service of the environment. Right. Yeah, so if, so if I'm, you know, speaking on stage, I'm going to show up differently than, you know, if I'm going fly fishing alone, you yeah, know, yeah, <laughs> and it's, so totally. it's like, it's very different um, based on the environment and, and the value that I would like to bring to, to that different scenario. So yeah. yeah and you show up in point. so many places. I mean, talk <laughs> to us about all of the different things you have going on. You guys behind the podcast, he is an entrepreneur. He's an author. He's a speaker. Um, I love biohacker. I'd love to know more about that. A humanitarian, an actor, a model. Uh, I mean, all the things, right? Talk to us about the evolution of Carrie Jack. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've been, training martial arts. And, um, I had a, since I was a boy and I had a, a Taoist priest and Kung Fu master train me since I was young. And he said some questionable advice to me that I took to heart. And it was, Kerry, always have seven plates spinning at once. Therefore, if one fall, you still have six plates. And I was like, Oh, that, that makes sense. So I just didn't limit myself. I played like every sport growing up. You know, I was doing all sorts of different things, performing wise in the entertainment world and then, you know, entrepreneurship and starting businesses. So I just, I didn't limit myself. Now, looking back, I would say probably focus in one area <laughs> probably sure. would have got me success faster. But now I am very well rounded. And I do feel very grateful for that. As you mentioned, you know, I, I run a business and personal brand called the happy hustle and podcasting and events and speaking and all the things, you know, similar to you, Tamara, like a lot of synergies there. Yeah, um, I love it. And, and then you know, I have one foot in the entertainment world. I've been professionally acting and modeling for, you know, 15 plus years. I was repped by, you know, the biggest agencies in the world from Wilhelmina and Next to, you know, innovative artists. And I've worked with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Michael Bay and all sorts of like really cool people in that world. And then, you know, I have this whole spiritual component, you know, that I've, I've connected with Mickey Singer from The Untethered Soul and these spiritual masters like Dan Millman and, and you know, the Peaceful Warrior author and all sorts of really cool people there. And then, you know, I have all my other, you know, components with uh, with the uh, well, 
I mean, with the, my personal stuff, I don't need to get into it, but like my personal life, <laughs> yeah, you know, sure, like, sure. like just, Gosh, I forget to talk about that often. I mean, yeah. personal, yes, as like a parent and a wife, yeah. but there is, there's this whole other realm to ourselves that I don't talk about as often. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So anyway, I just, I think for everyone listening, you know, if I was going to extract value from my journey in terms of being well-rounded, it's figure out things that you actually enjoy doing that don't necessarily feel like work. And I know it's cliche, but when you can pull skills and and this, this knowledge from these other arenas of life, and then you combine them into a blue ocean, oftentimes, like for me, you know, I love the outdoors and the wilderness and camping, fishing, hunting, hiking. And now I combine entrepreneurship by taking entrepreneurs into the backcountry wilderness for a epic camping adventure. And it's like, no one's doing that, you know? And it's like, I take two different realms from my diverse background, I combine them. And so that maybe is something for your audience to consider where they can combine two different areas that they really feel passionate about. A hundred percent. I actually do this often. And I I go through this process of like extracting the pains and passions of somebody's story and their day-to-day living and then creating this transformational zone. And if we can exist in that transformational zone, we can actually connect other people into this place of, of joy, into this place of development that actually allows you to exist in all these different realms and not feel like disconnected or not feel like a crazy person doing all the things but instead ultimately coming back to the core of who we are. And so if you were to like dissect and create like a bubble map, right, of like here is Carrie as a human in the middle and then here's all these other areas, we could create all these different connections, which is what you've done with these retreat concepts. Um, but what would you say is like the synergy of, of the connection at the divine center? Mm. I would say the synergy would be service. And I know, again, it's a little cheesy, but, you know, in each of these different arenas, I'm serving, you know, when I, when I go to work on my eco venture with my brother and business partner and best friend, you know, we're fighting the plastic pollution epidemic and and we're in service of the planet. You know, when I'm rocking the mic with people like Tamara on the happy hustle podcast, because she came on and she crushed it. um, You know, that's in service to the happy hustlers out there listening who want to achieve blissful balance, you know, and, and avoid burnout. When I'm, when I'm, you know, playing sports, I'm in service of my team and and the goal to win. Like each one of these different areas of life have service at the forefront, I would say. I think that's amazing. And actually not um, what I was expecting you to say. (laughs) And I think really different than what a lot of people would say. I mean, there's the answer of like, yeah, we're servant leadership and showing up in service to others. But having that at the core of every component of existence is um, it's movement making, right? It it really has this element of connection uh, outside of self every time you enter into a space, which is just really beautiful. So thanks for sharing that perspective. Um, I wanted to touch back on something you talked about before, which I think is really interesting around like the um, martial arts component. My son has been doing, um, actually my son and daughter, I say my son because he's competing at this age, but he's been in jujitsu since he was four. And my daughter, since she was four, she's seven and he's eight. And um, it's been uh, an element and... 
uh, organization that I didn't know anything about growing up. My, my brother was in karate, like Taekwondo, but I didn't really ever get invested in that space. And my husband was just really adamant, like MMA, MMA, MMA. And I'm like, I'm just, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't want to <laughs> see my kids do those things. But I have been um, introduced to this world of like breath and this world of, um, it's really, it's more than a brotherhood. It, it, we have a lot of Navy SEALs in our area. And so a lot of the SEALs, they, they're having their kids in this space. And so I'd love to just hear your perspective on how you've taken martial arts and the understanding of um, what all you've learned and how you apply it to other realms of your life. Yeah. Well, I'll just tell you with martial arts comes discipline. You must be disciplined to exceed in any martial art form. Now I've tried, um, I don't even like that word. Try I I've done. Ah. <laughs> um, it's like one of my least favorite words. Yeah, so okay. anytime I use it, I smack myself. Yes. Um, cause you either do or you don't in life. And you know, so I have done multiple different disciplines of martial arts from, you know, I've done jujitsu and boxing and Muay Thai and, you know, Krav Maga and, now, right now, um, with my fiance, we're studying to get our black belts in Ishinru karate, which is, wow. you know, cool. it's fun, you know, to do it together because we're both, we yeah. go to, you know, karate class. It sounds like, you know, we're <laughs> so like 11, fun. but it's like, we're going to karate <laughs> class tonight, you know, it's like, I so love that. I would just say the biggest takeaway from any martial art and, you know, and I've been big on Qigong and Tai Chi and just really using movement as a meditation. Uh, I did some last night, you know, my mom and brother and I, we, we get on um, FaceTime and then we put it on, on YouTube and we go through a whole practice That's and it's cool. just, what a good connecting point. That's awesome. It is, it is. And you know, my, like my master Chen, he, he's like royalty in the Wudong mountains. He's from the 14th lineage of, you know, long men Pai, And he, he is, he just took me under his wing. He calls me nephew, you know, and it's so I've just been very fortunate. Now, I don't expect everyone out there to have a, you know, Taoist priest or martial arts master to <laughs> yes. take them under their wing. But you can study and learn from from all different disciplines and and martial arts being a really great teacher in many different areas of life. So I would just say to anyone out there who, you know, is interested, like explore and answer the calling because it really is powerful. Um, in many different capacities. Yeah. And I think it really lends itself, you know, to the concepts that a lot of people are talking about when it comes to knowing thyself and in regards to your physicality, in regards to your breath, in regards to the biohacking concepts, um, and really the exposure piece is really powerful. I just wanted to give a shout out. We've got a couple of live viewers on right now. Ramon, who says he is coming to hang in your Montana mastermind. And Daryl Stinson, who clearly knows you too. So oh, it's fun to hang with the crew right now. That's My awesome. Man. Yeah, we've got some amazing humans that are connected through the Fit and Faith podcast um, and through love all the, the work that you do in the world. And so I'd love to just hear, because this is all like, really powerful to who you are today. And I think it's very applicable for people to have that um, extraction factor to say, I can be more than what the world has limited me to be when it comes to the box of society or the box of success. Um, what was your childhood like in being able to help you get to this space? Yeah. So, I mean, my childhood, everyone has a story. Mine wasn't necessarily easy um, quote unquote, but it definitely could have been a much harder, you know, I had love in my life from both parents, but 
from an early age, uh, I was dropped on my head actually when I was a toddler and which probably explains a lot, but I had a severe <laughs> stutter wow, um, I would never and I couldn't that. speak. Yeah. I wow. couldn't speak. I, I, um, I got so frustrated. I would bang my head in the walls for years. I couldn't speak. Wow. And um, my mom, being a chiropractor by trade, she studied and trained and practiced, and they, she would adjust my cranial sacral bones and got me, you know, speaking again. And um, from then on, you know, I, I just had anger issues when I was young. I, I was just, I was very, um, I had to go to like anger management for years, which which is odd to now run the happy hustle. <laughs> God um, is good. He uses all I things. Was, yeah, I was very much... Um, up to no good early on, you know, my, um, my family life was in disarray, a very gut wrenching divorce. I, um, there was a suicidal like threats from my inner circles that I was constantly having to talk people off the ledge. And, um, you know, I had, uh, moved actually 24 times before the age of 18 Holy. and, uh, yeah, it was a lot, you know, we had mental and physical abuse from, family members. And it was, um, yeah, just, you know, adversity strikes and you get stronger because of it. And then I got into trouble. Like I was up to, you know, trouble. I was, I was, I don't, I try not to incriminate myself, but there's a statute of limitation. So I'm technically legally allowed, but I'll just say I may or may not have been selling illegal items, manufacturing, <laughs> uh, counterfeit items yeah. such as, uh, dinero and, uh, was, fighting and and up to no good you know i was just a troublemaker i went to i ended up going to jail <laughs> and i uh saw the law from the other side and i changed my ways like after that that catalyst that breakthrough moment and i said i'm gonna you know use my powers for good like i was very much just up to like you know taking things and it, it was just a, wow. a time where if i didn't change my path that i would have definitely ended up in in jail yeah. prison or death, you know, like it was yeah. like, that's where I was headed. And, um, yeah, now I just vowed to never go back that way. The operate in full integrity to always do right, you know, by God and by, you know, everyone who I surround myself with and, and who I serve. And so I just used all those experiences, all that adversity to fuel me to, to become stronger and, you know, obviously to evolve into the man I am today. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I would not, I was not guessing that at all. I mean, I know everybody has a story, but um, I just, if I was to take a snapshot, right, of all the amazing pictures of who you are today, and even to have like a rewind, I can't even imagine you in that space. And so I think like, just hearing about the restoration and that shift of mind, um, and the fact that you use the word integrity, that was a huge part of my evolution as well. And I talk about it often is this knowing that like, if you're out of alignment, you're out of integrity. And people often talk about the mind, body, soul connection, And alignment associated to integrity, even in that realm is really, really important. Um, But it really started with me with like that mental shift of like, okay, I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to surround myself with those genre of people. I don't want to put myself in this type of environment, or I don't want to act in and out of will of what God would have for me. And this was obviously my not knowing the entirety of my identity before acting out of integrity. Did you like meet God or meet Jesus in jail? Like when did that evolution of your faith come into play? So I don't know if I necessarily met 
God in jail. Um, but what I did realize was I had this crossroads, you know, and one was brighter than the other. And so potentially, you know, God did illuminate the path. Um, I also really took to heart a book that I read, and I mentioned Dan Millman from the Peaceful Warrior series. I don't know if your audience is familiar, but that book really did shape my trajectory because I realized I can be the warrior, but I'm also the peaceful side of me as well. There's two sides to all of us. You know, I even have it tattooed on both biceps, peaceful cool. and warrior. And it's I just like, that. it's really, it's allowed me to be vigilant, but yes, still be sensitive. And mm. it's, and I think it's very um, much like in my early years, I was more, I was too much warrior. <laughs> you know, I was just like right. focused on that. And uh, now I can have the the combination of both. It's interesting. I was having this conversation uh, in regards to like human emotions and our identity associated to emotions earlier this week at Zeller's Mastermind, in fact. And there was this uh, guy by the name of Malik who is very integrated into like the um, Web3 realm and um, Internet and and marketing and and music, actually. He kind of combines all of them plus gaming. And so we had talked a lot this weekend about like gamification and, and gamifying our emotions and understanding what that is. And so he made a reference to the book or not the book, the uh, should be a book, the movie by Pixar called Inside Out. Have you seen it? Mm, I haven't seen that. No. Okay. So you don't have babies yet, right? No. Soon. I'm hoping. Okay. I'm hoping oh, look at that. Year. I love that. Ah, hey, uh, you're going to get on the horn. You're like that's right now. <laughs> right after I leave. I'm... Okay, good, good. Let me know how that goes. It's go time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's this movie and it you'll, once you get associated into like the, that realm, um, it is phenomenal. But honestly, anybody who even doesn't have kids, I would highly recommend looking at it. And it's talking about like the five premises of human emotion and what are the, the basis emotions that we feel. And so it's joy, which we are also obviously connected with, with Happy Hustle and my joy illumination on all fronts. Um, Anger, which is what you're kind of talking about from that warrior front. Uh, And then also sadness, fear, and I'm missing one. Um, Oh, doubt. Okay. Or disgust is what it is. I'm sorry. Disgust. So let's go back. It's joy, anger, fear, disgust. And I'm going to do it again. Uh, Shoot. Shoot. Anyway. Doubt. No, doubt was just disgust was doubt. Anyway, those are the common, right, premise of it. And so I had this conversation with Malik and he was talking about gamifying emotions and being able to understand that at any given moment, an emotion can like fly in front of you or you can sense it and you have a choice, right? At that respond versus react concept. And Mm -hmm. if we gamify it as like, this is interesting that I feel this way. What if I felt this way? Um, that we could actually pivot humanity in a really massive way. And I was like, just kept sitting in this space of like, well, I just want to have more joy. Like, how could I just exist in more joy? How can we exist more in this happy hustle mindset? And he said, whoa, he said, you actually just discredited 85% of your being Mm. by saying that the other four emotions are negative, bad, not a space that you want to hang out in. And so I bring this up because you're talking about this peaceful warrior and the knowing that anger can actually be used for good. If we look at it from a perspective of protection, of pride in the, in the rightful integral ways, right? Uh, Even fear. Like if we weren't afraid of anything, then we would all be very destructive. 
And so how can you use that for good mm-hmm. and actually premising safety associated to fear? And so I, I'm, I'm interesting. Like I love the juxtaposition of peaceful warrior and how to be able to play that out more in entirety and recognize that like, I don't have to just exist in joy. I can exist in the other emotions that are all God given and amplify my life and everything connected to it. If I can just flip perspective. Mm, That's yeah. Very well said. I mean, life is all about perspective, right? You, you choose in which you see the world. Do you have an optimistic lens of joy and passion, or do you have a pessimistic lens of despair and angst? In every given scenario, it's the old adage, is it happening to you or for you? And you choose again, like when I, you know, had a serious wipeout on my snowboard, I just did an episode on my podcast about how the universe was asking me to slow down. Now I'm sitting here wow. sidelined. It's fresh powder outside and mm. I can't go. And where's the lesson? Where's the silver lining? Well, my body needed me to slow down. My mind wanted me to slow down and just be and, and heal. And sometimes, you know, we disregard these warning signals from the universe and God and, you know, the higher powers above and, and we just push on. And that's kind of, you know, bringing it full circle to the happy hustle. That's what I was doing as an entrepreneur. I was hustling, but not happy. And I think a lot of people are caught up in this entrepreneurial burnout culture, you know, largely touted by these these entrepreneurs who have big followings, <clears throat> i.e. Gary Vee, who was one of them, you know, it is like, <laughs> yeah, totally. like, and people like brag about them not sleeping on the weekends, you know, and just work. And I'm like, that's like, that's not a brag. That's like, I feel bad for you. You know, yeah, it's like, it's a recipe balance. for disaster. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Balance, in my opinion, equals happiness. Like, it truly does. And it wasn't until I burnt out as an entrepreneur, you know, I was working hundred plus hour weeks. I, you know, was getting less than five hours of sleep. I had a tech startup in New York city and I just, I had to fold the whole company cause I couldn't do it anymore. And we were on track to major, major, you know, exits and big things like that still are relevant today, that whole concept. But I just traded that life in, you know, for a life of happy hustling in alignment. And I think it's just such an important takeaway, you know, for all the audience out there listening, like, you know, realize the universe is, is divinely guiding you and you need to listen. Yeah, it's so good. And that literally parallels even to your childhood journey, right? And understand how much that's been a tool and an agent for you to evolve in that. Uh, I think I share that, like I laid it all down, you know, experience in my life. And it was, Uh, I call it a forced quit (laughs) one, because if I didn't, it was literally all going to be taken away from me, but I did choose. And I think a lot of times people feel like they're shoved into a corner and they have no option. Um, And I want people to understand that that forcing you into a corner is so that you have the option to live and breathe and find happiness versus staying stagnant and isolated and eventually into that space of either suicidal ideation or a health crisis. Mm-hmm. And so um, I honor you for making that that choice and also knowing that there's always that component of self that's like, I wonder what would have happened if, right? Yeah. If I would have <laughs> stayed in that space, would it divinely aligned for my good or any of those realms, but not wanting to live in regret either? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's always a question like the what ifs that, potentially would have arisen if we stayed on one track or another or stayed with one partner or another, you know, or whatever you want to 
you know, insert yeah, relevant sure, concept 100%. for you right now listening. But the truth is, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I wasn't destined to exit this tech startup and focus on that mission of serving that problem, you know, because that wasn't aligned with my overall, you know, God-given ability and, and, and calling. And so I think, you know, it's really comes down to um, following your intuition, you know, and, and being just honest with yourself. Like right now, if you're listening and you're not um, completely aligned and you feel a little bit of angst or stress or maybe anxiety around even just what you do for work, you know, just taking the sole concept of, of career, you know, like you do not have to sacrifice your soul any longer. You can make a pivot. You have to be brave, but you can make a pivot and you can step into your true power in full alignment. Mm, that's so good. And here's that, like that paradox of fear, right? That's the fear is the emotion or bravery or courage, right? And so I, I think that that is a call to humanity at this point with everything that's going on. Um, understanding that like the rat wheel in which we're actually taught, we're, we're literally like when we're little, like, Hey, get on here. Yeah. And that's yeah. success. Right. Yeah. And you're like, wait, I don't I didn't have a choice. I didn't even make that decision. It's like these are the checkboxes of life and this is where you exist. And it sounds like that's where both of us kind of came to that halt of realization of like, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually tired. And I think what's really important for us to to realize, too, is that like we have an opportunity through the way that we live and exist in alignment to that's why we boldly broadcast this for you guys. This is the whole point of his podcast. This is the whole point of the mission of the happy hustle. And it's the same with fit and faith is like, you can be a founder, you can be an innovator, you can be a trailblazer without having to go to this place of ultimate burnout and exhaustion and loss. And one of the things you said, I'd love to hear your take on it, is this idea of intuition. And I think when you're on the rat wheel, intuition isn't even a component of self. It's like maybe there are warning signs of like uh, that pit in your stomach or warning signs of your health de deteriorating or lack of sleep and those things. But like I couldn't hear the voice of God. That's for dang sure when I was in that space and that pace. Fit and Faith Media Co. is dedicated to activating mission-driven leaders in the marketplace by way of publishing, press, and play. Because your story doesn't just matter to you. It matters to move others. We help you dissect and share your message through podcasting, book writing, and business development. These three areas are exactly how my team and I have opened doors to stages, become the best-selling author I always dreamed I'd be, and even the entrepreneur that energetically and joyfully shows up to serve each and every day. Literally nothing I do feels like work. Every day feels like play. And we'd love to help you live the same life of freedom and fun. If you're a speaker, a writer, or an aspiring business owner, let's jump on a call today to vision cast your future together. Go to www.fitinfaithmedia.com. Again, that's fitinfaithmedia.com. Book your call. If you're a founder, an innovator, a trailblazer, or a wannabe, we can help you get there. Let's do it. Talk to mm -hmm. me about how you've kind of tapped in to intuition and how you've utilized that to serve how you serve. Yeah. So 
for me, it's just about getting quiet, getting still, you know, focusing on my breath, practicing gratitude each and every day. And you'll be amazed at the downloads that take place in that quiet time. And it's no wonder why almost all of the most successful individuals in the in the entire world right now have some form of meditation, prayer, breath work, you know, stillness. And I just think right now we're we're constantly going, going, going like we're plugged in our to our devices nonstop or watching streaming shows or have our buzzing devices that are doing these dopamine dumps. And we're just constantly addicted to this this next and latest thing. And we're not really allowing our intuition the chance to deliver, you know, Mm. to really provide for us in it's a shame. And that's really, you know, again, bringing it back to why I created, you know, these Montana mastermind epic camping adventures, because it's like when you can get out in nature and you just be still, you chill in the still, you Ah, you shocked at what, happens for you the creative breakthroughs problems that maybe you were just like so stressing about don't become problems at all like you realize you know maybe it's not so important life's you know um beautiful and and you're just you know tapping into a higher state of consciousness at that point so i think in order for you to leverage intuition your intuition you have to get still I think that's so powerful. Chill in the still. I love that so much. And I do retreats as well and just got back um, with 12 women from Punta de Mita, Mexico. And one of the other things that I think is really powerful about like getting in nature and being able to tap into that creativity and that stillness is you realize how small you are right? You realize how small your problems are in the midst of that. So we're small, but then our problems are even that much more small because they're not even a being. They're not even an entity. They're just like I said before, like, oh, that's an interesting thought. That's an interesting story that I've just conjured up for the last two years and stayed stuck and frustrated, right? It's not even real. It's not real. And so we're sitting on this boat and uh, there was two boats because there was a lot of us and they didn't know what they were doing. So a huge part of what I love to do on retreats, and I would encourage you if you don't do this already, is like surprises. I love to surprise them. They have no idea what they're doing every single day. All they know is how to dress and what they need to have with them. And Mm -hmm. so we get on these boats and they kind of assumed Mm -hmm. we were going to these islands that you could kind of see uh, nearby and the boat turns off. (laughs) They're like, what are we doing? They're looking at me like, Tamara, you're freaking crazy. What is happening (laughs) right now? And I'm like, well, you know, and they're like, we're not snorkeling right here in the middle of nowhere. We're not diving right here in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, just wait for a minute. And a couple minutes later, these huge humpback whales started to breach. So cool. And they were just like breaching in front of us. And like, I, of course, wanted to catch the whales on, on camera, but I'd seen it before. So I was more conscientious of, of capturing their expressions. Mm. And these women were just weeping and mm. screaming and laughing. And every component of like childlike emotion that often is put to the side, even that component of intuition of just like, like breath is taken away. And that's what I think is one of the most powerful things about taking people out into nature, taking people away from that rat wheel experience to recognize like, hey, this small box that you live in, you created. 
and you have an opportunity, even if you weren't the creator, if somebody shoved you into that box, you don't have to exist there. And so it's just, it's a magnificent thing to try something outside of your comfort zone, to invest in yourself, to go on vacation, which feels like I don't have, it's too selfish. Like I can't do that. I have kids at home. I have a husband at home. I'm going to go and do this thing. Yep, you sure are. And I promise you the valuable impact that it has to the people who are connected to you, it will shift cultures. It will shift your community. It will shift the place that you go and the environment in which you work every single day. But I love um, that you do that too. I didn't actually know that you hosted those. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll just tell you, you know, to your point, your environment largely dictates your happiness. And so again, everyone listening right now, if, if you're in a you know busy city and you're in traffic and you're not going on retreats with Tamara or myself and you're not like giving yourself that time and space to just be present and grateful and still and you're just constantly inundated with these different variables in your environment you have to realize that largely dictates your happiness and if you're not happy right now in your hustle you can make a shift and you can move you know, and you can, you yeah. can like relocate, like physically relocate. And there's been a yes. great migration through this pandemic. And you see people are not happy with their current reality. And there's also been a great resignation because they aren't, they're saying enough's enough. I don't want to just trade my happiness for a paycheck, you know, and I feel like that's oftentimes the, you know, transaction, which is sad to me. Um, but yeah, it's really one of those things. You just have to realize, you know, happiness is a choice. First of all, it does start within and you can choose your, your perspective, you know, and then secondly, your environment also is a huge component of your happiness. That's huge. And I think like one small way of even just changing that, if like the relocation isn't necessarily an opportunity or the resignation isn't an opportunity at this point, it always is. So don't you're telling yourself a story if it's not, but um, even just the inputs of our phone, right? Like that alone is dictating and controlling and uh, creating that component of addiction and comparison and um, analysis paralysis and all of these things that lead us outside of our creative ability. And I think that's another thing that's so great with getting out in nature is like that open space, that thinking time uh, to just be creative. I have solved so many problems in my business by taking a break and people are yeah. like, oh, you have to keep going, keep grinding. I'm like, no, I need to take a breather and I need to like <laughs> data dump. What is the possibility here? And yep. instead of just like always searching internet, Googling, like you have that power within you to solve the problem. It's already been given to you. So I think it's just such a testimony to who you are and the ability to operate in so many different spheres because you've allowed yourself the freedom to actually exist versus yeah. be propelled into a box. Yeah. Well, to your point, just in regards to our devices and, you know, and I'll tie in biohacking as well. I, I ran a pretty prominent biohacking company for about three years. And we were working with Fortune 500 CEOs and professional athletes and Olympic gold medalists. And um, I got to be on the inside of the top 1% and right, you know, put together their morning routines, night routines, supplement protocols, nutrition plans, exercise, like all of it. And being an athlete myself, I, you know, I have my own routine and growing up very holistic, you know, with 
uh, my mom being a chiropractor and functional medicine nutritionist, like she, we grew up very holistic. Um, I'll just tell you the, the phones and the devices and all this tech that we are inundated with, this was something that the top 1% mitigated their exposure to. This was something that in order to get true, productive, you know, high performance consistently, you have to take breaks like Tamara said. And I'll just give you a an, an, uh, personal example. Like once a month, I, I do, I just re- recently started being more and more diligent with it, but I do a seven day dopamine detox. Yes, no phone, no social so media. Yeah, no social media, no uh, YouTube, no um, streaming shows. Um, you know, I, I for work, I technically like I like to research podcasts before I go on them. And, <laughs> you know, so I, I give myself an hour of reading and um, listening combined per day for those seven days to just listen to a podcast for for work. But I tell you what, just like when I just recently did this this month, I made more money and and had more fun and made more of an impact than months and months and months of work prior, just because those seven days were so focused. You know, you think of like these little micro distractions, these little, um, you know, breaks or this multitasking that we try to do. But in essence, we're doing these different things ineffectively and not with our fullest potential. So I would just highly recommend a dopamine detox for everyone. And if seven days seems steep, start with three days, you know, and just like, or one day, you know, yeah, just really just do it. It's, it's, it's so good. Yeah, I remember important. that was one of like the key takeaways when I was on your show of like, I'm like, this is brilliant. And I love the name. And I just, I'm like, we need to do a community challenge, like a fit and faith community challenge of a dopamine detox with Carrie. Yeah. Cause I just <laughs> think it would change. I think it would change people. But the thing is, is we would have to do a dopamine detox and I couldn't coach you through it every single day because then I wouldn't be getting my dopamine detox. So exactly. you guys just have to trust and do it that I'm doing it too. Um, But I think one thing that's really unique about, about all of that associated to what we were talking about in the forefront is like, again, it, it really is about like, turn it off and turn yourself on. And mm. we don't do that enough. We're tr- constantly trying to be turned on. And I'm, I'm, that sounds very sexual, but <laughs> my book is always becoming sex, shame, and love. So there's a good yeah. plug is, is this knowing that like, we're trying to always be turned on by something else, someone else. But what if we could light ourselves up with the access of being in this different pace? And that's Mm. what the happy hustle means to me now after Mm. learning even more about you. And so I get it. I totally get it. Because I remember when I was on your show, I'm like, I don't resonate with either of those words. I don't really (laughs) know how I'm supposed to be on this show. But then it ended up being just such a great connection because the, the, you know, precursor and the support of that is passion, purpose, and positive impact. And Mm -hmm. I'm all for all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. It's like, it's about being happy within the hustle, you know, and before I got it twisted, I was, I was just hustling, you know, and I think a lot of people out there can resonate yeah, with that, you I'm know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but when you put the happy in your everyday hustle and you realize like you can actually be really joyful within the journey, like you don't have to wait until you reach that proverbial mountaintop, you know, you can like choose joy today and don't compare yourself to others. You know, someone's end that you may 
be seen on social media where they got millions of followers and a book and a podcast and people like Tamra who are crushing it. You know, don't compare yourself to Tamra. Compare yourself to you yesterday and are you progressing? Because I think that's where a lot of people get discouraged within their happy hustle is they compare and despair. And I just would largely impart the wisdom of focus on yourself and just being a better version of yourself each and every day. Yeah, it's so true. And I think uh, it's it's great. It's a different phraseology, but like I, one of my specific coaching programs for my group is it's called the joyful entrepreneur because those words aren't put together very often. It's like, oh, it's overwhelming. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, I feel like a crazy person. Yes, yes, and yes. Or you can be <laughs> existing in the happy hustle or you can be the joyful entrepreneur and you can set the tone and set the example. Again, it goes right back to that chameleon concept is like you get to choose, you get mm-hmm. to dictate. That's the power of being a a human and not letting other people and other things dictate it for us. And so, Carrie, it's been awesome getting to know you even more. I feel divinely connected and so grateful. It's funny as you were talking, I'm like, if you don't see him because you haven't watched it live or checked out the YouTube videos from this afterwards, you would think that you're like 60 because you've lived a lot of lives. <laughs> you've lived so many lives. You're connected to so many different industries. It's such a fun expression of, of I know when you get to the end and it's like that that rewind, that, that highlight reel is going to be like a well done, my good and faithful servant for showing up and taking advantage of so many opportunities that are right at our fingertips. So mm. well done. Yeah, thank you. I mean, and that's, you know, we, we all have very interesting stories and you know the world needs your stories the world needs your message so i truly believe like we all should put together our stories in a way that serves others and pull from all these different life experiences because your best position my good buddy rory vaden says this your best position to help you and who you once wore um you who you once were like the people who are in your shoes and so you think about when you when you persevere past any adversity you can serve someone who's currently going through that adversity so i just would urge everyone out there listening to really step into your full power think of what adversity you've overcome and you know create your own happy hustle and your own you know fit and faith a journey so that you really can show up as the greatest version of yourself Yeah. So good. I always say like people are ideal avatar. I'm like, it's you five years ago. Okay. That's who you're talking to. I don't want to be the person I was five years ago. I'm so grateful I'm not. So let's get on the other side of this and really enjoy life. And so that's exactly what you're doing. I want to send, I don't know if yours are co-ed or not your Montana experiences. Are they, or are they, they dudes only? They're, they're male only right now. I got to send my husband then. So he's, he's got to come. He would absolutely love it. I'm going to do a couple's one actually. Cool. I love Maybe that. Maybe you and him want to come. Yes. I, I want to do a couples one because I think it'd be a really great bonding experience. For sure. For um, sure. The connectivity yeah. factor when you're unconnected, yeah. when you're disconnected from everything else, it's so powerful. We love to travel. And I think if you can just infuse that one thing from this conversation, it's like get outside. Traveling could be in your backyard outside of the city, like go somewhere new, um, get grounded and, and, and try to breathe in something different than what you're breathing in today and see how different you feel. Um, Carrie, you are a gem. I appreciate you so much. How can people get connected other than coming to Montana for a retreat and listening to the Happy Hustle podcast? Are there any other ways or shout outs to programs or things you have going on that we can get connected with? 
Yeah. What, well, what I would like to do for your audience specifically, um, I, I have my new book out, The Happy Hustle, 10, 10 Alignments to Avoid Burnout and Achieve Blissful Balance. And right now, if you go to thehappyhustlebook.com, you can actually get it for free. We're giving away the first thousand copies for free. All you got to do is just help out with shipping and handling. But here's what, are, what I want to do specifically for your audience. My most precious commodity is my time, just like Tamara's, right? And for anyone who feels called to take action and, and get the book and actually read it and then send me a DM on Instagram with your biggest takeaway, I'm going to have my team send you a 20-minute one-on-one Happy Hustle Huddle Calendly link, and we'll get on a call, and I will literally help you one-on-one Happy Hustle, your dream reality, however I can. So that's just a little something-something for you guys. I really appreciate you listening, and it's just it's something that like I always want to connect with people that have inspired me or even that I want to learn from further, ask a question to. And it's oftentimes difficult. So I just felt that's always the most valuable thing that I could give is my time. So there you have it. So incredible. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. You are so good to know. Thank you for all that you've deposited today and for your time. It was a gift. And I just I just pray utter blessings over you, your fiance. You're going to get pregnant today. That's even yes. amazing. Going to make a baby. And, <laughs> she doesn't know so, yet. but <laughs> Even better. I hope you give her a warm up. That's an important factor. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stretch. Yes, I love it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wear the neck brace, too. That'll be really I know, sexy. I and know. a great story for your baby one day. Turns her on big time. Oh my God. I love it. Carrie, you're awesome. So good to connect you guys. Go and enjoy your happy hustle today and tune into the Fit and Faith podcast next episode. See y'all later. Peace and love y'all. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you may even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Hello, my name is Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we're the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, check us out, Life After Addiction Podcast, and you can subscribe at lifeaudio.com.